0: We're going to talk to another great uh, LA athlete um, and part of an organization that we love, the LAFC. Uh, Mark Anthony K is going to stop by. Mac is going to join us. He's on hold as we speak. So it's time to switch gears and talk the uh, you know talk football too, LZ. Just a different kind of football. So we'll talk about the LAFC. Mark Anthony K. Mac joins us now here uh mark thank you so much for joining us we appreciate it uh what what did you make of coach McVeigh? I don't know if you know him at all you're familiar with his work uh what did you like when you what, what did you did you like excuse me what you were listening to
1: uh, I came on at the end of your guy's conversation but just hearing how LZ was saying that he motivated him to run across the field for him I I, I believe that you know he's a, a talented leader and you know, when you have someone at the the head of a club like that, uh, you know, it brings success. So um, I'm definitely going to try and, uh, you know, brushing up on a little bit about him now because uh, you guys were talking so highly of him.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's he's a great guy, but you know, you got a, you have a pretty good coach as well. Not to not to you know focus strictly yeah. on the NFL. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Car- Carlos says something that put a tremendous amount of pressure on your squad i want to go right to it when he basically Mm -hmm. said if you don't win the chip this year the season is a failure now i agree (laughs) personally i agree too but what did you Uh, think when you heard that
1: no 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 i i agree 100 that's that's the goal at the beginning of every year so if you don't end the season with that trophy in your hand you you essentially did fail you know And, um, yeah, I I support what he says, and we understand what we're trying to achieve with this club and our team. So, uh, yeah, that doesn't bother us at all.
0: Mac, let me ask you this. Um, How would you describe the Orlando experience for you guys?
1: (sighs) Uh, Definitely interesting. You know, I think uh, a lot of guys leading up to it didn't want to go you know um just we didn't know how safe it was going to be felt like we were the guinea pigs first out of all the leagues now that are going to be doing it and um yeah it's just it's mentally draining for sure when you're just in a hotel room day after day you know your your whole 24 hour day is set in a schedule you got testing you have to wear a mask everywhere yes it you it gets normalized in a sense but you know you're asking people to do things they've never done before so it's always challenging i bet if you know there's another tournament style something like this down the road i think people would be uh more understanding of it and know how to deal with it a little bit better so i would say yeah the biggest thing it was interesting and uh i'm glad that we came out of there with no severe injuries and unfortunately we weren't able to extend our stay but uh there were some positives from it
2: Did, did you learn how to make sourdough or something like that? Like, what did you do to keep yourself entertained?
1: <laughs> sourdough, man. It was like packing snacks. I had a suitcase full of snacks heading into this bubble.
0: Oh, I did what are we not talking know about? What I was going to be faced with. What are we talking about? What was in the snack pack?
1: Uh, everything granola bars. You had the ramen. You had, I brought a kettle. I brought a blender, granola, cereal, you know, a couple bags of chips every here and there. So. Yeah, we we were we didn't know what we were going into. So um, it was definitely, like I said, it was an interesting situation. And um, obviously we'd always vote against it. But don't be surprised if something like this has to happen again or it becomes normalized in a preseason kind of uh, idea.
0: Mac, let me ask At you. At what was... point. Sorry, go ahead, LZ.
2: No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead, George.
0: Okay. Um, You know, LZ referenced Carlos Vela. Um, What kind of adjustments Mm -hmm. need to be made now? I mean, look, we know he was your best player last year as the MVP of the league. Um, But is there an adjustment period since it's been a minute since you guys have all played together?
1: Uh, No, because we've played more with Carlos than we have without. So, um, yeah, no, we're all excited he's back and no real adjustment period. I think he just, you know, steps right back in and hopefully uh, he, he he's just at the same level that we remember him at and it'll be great, you know? So uh, definitely no adjustment period. We're, we're all excited that he's back with us.
2: Can you talk a little bit about what it was like to play without hearing fans? I mean, one of the great things about LAFC, and, you know, we like the players, obviously, but come on, it's about the environment that's created Mm -hmm. by the fans. And you didn't have that in Orlando, and you won't have it for the foreseeable future. What was that like for you?
1: Yeah, you know, um, I think it was definitely a challenge in a sense because the environment of games definitely adds Something to a player's mentality. You know what I mean? We're used to we're like modern day modern day like gladiators, right? So You you play for the fans, right? And I think um, the, The good thing is that once you get to that level, we're all very good pros that We understand that you have to adapt very quickly and without fans You have to end up leaning on your teammates a little bit more to get you motivated. So it was a challenge at first, but um, I think a lot of the players got very used to it. It was a little bit more calm in a sense um, because you can hear each other a little bit more. It feels more like a training session, but more heightened intensity because, you know, you're playing against a competitive opponent for points. So uh, it was a challenge for sure at the beginning, but I think there, the adoption was very
0: quickly. Mark-Anthony Kay of the LAFC joining us here. Your midfield mate, Edward Atuesta, is out. How do you manage that particular situation?
1: Yeah, you know, Edward's a big part of our our, our team, and um, it's unfortunate that he's not going to be with us tomorrow on the field, but I think this this club has done a good job to, you know, scout for young players who are very talented and have a high, high uh ceiling so that they can be able to step in, um, in times like this. So, um, they don't go after players that they don't believe can start. And I think we have a, a a great selection of players who can do that. So it's just time for people to step up. Just like how Carlos was, uh, not with us in the bubble, other players had to step up, the whole team had to step up. So it's the same thing with Edward. Edward is just as key as a player out as Carlos was. So, um, we all have to have the responsibility again and, um, some, Some specific guys want to step up in their positions.
2: You you and I um, have talked a lot over these last few months about what was happening, you know, all over the country, but really also what was happening in LA and specifically downtown in terms of the marches and the protests and things of that nature. And I know you really wanted to continue not just the dialogue, but to get involved. Have you found something? Uh, an avenue or anything in which you feel will be a good usage of your resources and times in
1: terms of criminal,
2: in terms of criminal justice reform and social justice.
1: So right now we still have um, we're still in the early stages of getting the uh, MLS players for change, black players for change, up and running. Um, we they have done a really good job to help set up everyone in their specific market to know what they can uh, do, like you're talking about to continue the conversation and help push change. Um, so we are still outlining what we can do. It's, it's tough because you're so close in a bubble and everyone's able to be in a meeting and on the same schedule. And now you get back to your home markets. It's, it's a challenge, but a good challenge to make sure we stay um, engaged with, the other players, and especially in my market, I don't have much uh, communication with the Galaxy players. I would like to, you know, get on a call with them so that we can, you know, put a plan together because it doesn't need to just be LAFC doing something, right? It could be all the sports teams or LAFC and LA Galaxy doing something to make a difference because we are part of the MLS together. So, um right now, we're still trying to figure out what the first project is. And for me, it's a challenge too because. This isn't my country, you know what I mean? So there's so many different avenues you can go down, and I don't know which one to go down first, and I also don't want to neglect one if one needs more. So it's it's it's, uh, it's a work in progress still, LZ, but uh, it's going to get done. Uh, Mark, Anthony, Canada. I don't want this.
2: you to try to pretend as if Canada – don't be trying to act like Canada doesn't have racism. I heard what you said. This ain't oh, my it, country. It does. It's, it's right. <laughs> it, it, it does. It does
1: have racism. But now I have to be careful because uh, I am not American, and so I need to tread a little bit smarter and lighter, I guess, in certain ways when I do inject myself into these conversations and into these reforms because, again, it's not my country, so I need to take lead from other people and then put my voice on it. Whereas if I'm in Canada right now, you know that, Based on my experience of living there and all that stuff, I know where to go. I know which resources to ask for. So that's what I
0: meant and that's sense. But yes, Canada has its racism. We we know that. There, there's no hiding that. I will ask you this though: Why is it that all of you Canadians are way more polite, though, in general? I know we're talking about racism right now, but as a, yeah. a, a, a in general, a, it is one of the most po- pol- politest polite countries. <laughs> yeah, it's the most politest. It's the politest country I've ever been to. I, I don't know. It's like small
2: KKK. It uh, it's not capital letters. They're all very lowercase letters.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> no, I don't know what it is. We just, we, I, I, I don't know. Since I've been young, we don't like confrontation. You know. Yeah. We, we, I don't. We were taught to apologize first, even if we made a mistake. We apologize first, and it usually diffuses the situation before a situation even arises. So, um, I guess. You know, when we get dispersed amongst, you know, the United States and stuff, people pick up on it quicker. But I don't think we are nicer than Americans. I think that we just, you know, we use our words a little bit better in a certain sense to avoid confrontation.
0: Well, Mac, thank you so much for the time, man. Good luck tomorrow. Best of luck. Thank you for joining us. A pleasure to talk to you for the first time. Looking forward to chatting with you on a more frequent basis. Stay healthy and stay safe, okay? Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Have a good night. Stay safe. You you too. Take care. There you go. You too, brother. Of the LAFC.